Hi, and welcome to the 21st episode of our Embodied Living Yoga podcast. I'm Shannon Elliott. Today is From the Couch Friday, and uh, today also happens to be uh, Chris and my anniversary. It's our five-year anniversary today, and it had me thinking actually about um, relationships. Well, first it had me thinking about relationships as adults and how different they are. I mean, five years is not a long time compared, right? It's all relative. Um, but five years as, you know, adults with children and divorces and all these other things in life has been very, very different than five years, say, um, in high school, right? Both super meaningful and wonderful and, 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 you know, offered a lot of growth, but, uh, you know, my five years in, or I don't even know if it's five years, I'm really bad with numbers, but my time, I'll say, uh, but the five years in high school through college, right? Like that relationship laid a lot of foundation, um, which I believe actually had a lot to do with who I am today because we were, you know, developing and figuring things out and who are you and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then by the time you get into these relationships, as you get older, it comes with a lot more, of course, you know, there's a lot more life, there's a lot more experience, there's just a lot more, there are a lot more things that relationships come with now. Um, and this five years for me has been tremendous in, in, in healing and growth, um, and I don't think that that is an accident in the sense that uh, I don't, I'm not sure it would have, I'm not sure it would have happened the same way if I wasn't with Chris. I mean, Chris has really offered one of the things that he's done, um, which are many, um, but one of the things that he's done is he's offered me a really safe space to allow um for the healing and the growth and, and the stuff to come out, the unprocessed stuff. And the reality is I, you know, I wasn't aware in some ways. I mean, I thought, you know, in yoga, a lot of times we talk about, uh, we talk about spiritual bypassing, right? Which is you go from where you are and then you focus on the love and the light and the peace and all this stuff. And you think you're all healed and everything's wonderful and but ultimately if you're not processing whatever it is that is coming up for you and you're just thinking about the love and the light and the peace um that stuff still stays inside right and so it's continuing to get suppressed and um we all know this unfortunately when suppressed stuff comes out it's not pretty it's usually quite ugly and it can be confusing as well and so um, one of the things that uh, we that Yogi Bhajan, one of my teachers, one of his sutras is there's a way through every block. And this is um, the point being is that to be able to come back to the present. And I think something that we really could serve the yoga world is to be able to say, you know, all of it is part of you and to allow yourself to sit within the discomfort and the dis-ease and to stay with what it is that is arising because uh, at least in my experience, and I'm not sure it can be any other way, is that when painful things come out, uh, it is painful. And I don't know that you can heal from the pain without processing it, and it hurts on the way out, you know, whatever it is that is coming out. And so, um, 
Yeah, I mean, you could be like in a yoga pose, right? And something, you know, releases in your hip and you just start crying your eyes out. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you don't even know what's going on, but something's being released and that's a beautiful moment. And it's the same thing when you have um, old things that you haven't dealt with, whether they're large traumas or small things that you just have never processed, right? And they continue to stay alive in the body. And we talk about being in the present moment a lot in yoga, but to be in the present moment, we really have to embrace and let ourselves be with what it is that's arising and to build your nervous system to allow it to, um, to come out, you know, and to, to transform really. It's part of the transformation is that the energy, you know, um, it's, it doesn't disappear, right? So it's in you. Energy is within you. And how do you, how do you move it from one uh, experience into another? And so that's part of the evolution. And I know for myself, um, I grew up not only, uh, I think, in my family dynamic, but also as a woman, um, being confined, right? And I, I chose to accept that role, of course, right? But there's a confinement that happens. And in that confinement, it also became that I was the one, I was the good girl, right? I was the one who didn't get in trouble and I didn't act out and I, I stayed in my little box and, and I did what was um, quote unquote expected of me, right? And, um, and it seemed to work fine for a really long time until, you know, all that stuff starts coming out as an adult and it's not pretty when the box, the, that confinement gets uh, overloaded and then it just explodes, right? And all this stuff starts coming out and you don't know what to do with it. And so um, it just, it had me thinking what it means to actually heal, right? And that one, um, you don't do it alone. Two, you have to allow yourself to feel it. And three, you ask for help for when you ask for help from those that can help you when you uh, when you need it. And that can come from relationship. It can come from teachers. It can come from your yoga practice, therapists, friends, right? All sorts of ways. But ultimately, I think, you know, I've really been on this kick lately that I just I, I want people to keep um, being reminded that it's okay, whatever it is, you know, that they are in this moment and, and that we don't have to be better than we are and we don't have to be better at all, right? And whatever it is, again, that is being experienced to allow yourself, um, allow yourself that and to not judge yourself for it and to understand it is part of, part of your humanness. And so... Um, it had me just thinking, like, even as I've been able to to process and heal and, and grow over these last few years um, in significant ways, just in even not only what it is that I had to deal with from my past that was undealt with, but how do I cope now? How do I let myself feel now? Right. And, and so much of this for me has to do with my meditation practice. And, um, which again had me realizing that when I sit to meditate now in the morning, it's very different than when it, than years ago. I mean, thankfully, but when you first start meditating, it's just, chatter, 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 chatter. And it still is, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's calmer chatter in a different way. And I think in some ways it's more, it's, 
more meaningless, the chatter that goes on now, um, partly because I've cleared out my past. And also, I think I make a strong effort throughout the day to really uh, carry the yoga practice with me. So I have less to um, to clean out in the morning when, cause when you sit, uh, everything will start to come. You become aware of all the stuff that's there and the, there are eight limbs of yoga and depending on, you know, uh, how it's taught. And I, I'm going to just mention it this way today is that, uh, there are many areas where it's taught in an order and it's taught in an order for a reason. Uh, so the first two, are uh, the yamas and niyamas, which are your behaviors. It's your moral code. You could say the integrity of how you treat others and how you treat yourself and how you take care of yourself. So you really get those things in check first. And and some of us, you know, this may be the first time that you're hearing this, that that's the beginning of the yoga practice are the yamas and niyamas. And we don't really, um, we may not know that is that you get yourself right with the world, you get yourself right with yourself, you get yourself right with um, the universe. And the yamas and yamas, it's not like you get to the end and arrive, but you really clean out all this stuff. It's very important. So that, um, that next piece, which is the third limb of yoga is asana, which a lot of times uh, we say it's the physical postures, which uh, it's not technically the physical postures, but we do the physical postures so that we can take a seat, right? And asana means seat. And so you you sit then for meditation. After you've cleared out all the heavy stuff, then you sit down because it's really hard to sit for meditation when you're still creating a lot of chaos in your world on a daily basis. Not that we don't make mistakes, right? I'm very, I keep saying that and I want I want to be very clear on that is that we make mistakes and we will continue to make mistakes. And that's part of our learning. It's part of our world. It's part of being human, right? But I don't have to clear out all the junk. I've pro- When you process those big things and then you sit for meditation, uh, it's going to be much easier to start to go deep. So consistency with all of that. And then you move into pranayama and pratyahara and um Dharana, Dhyana, and Samadhi, which I'm not going to get too much into those right now. I just want to say that I just really wanted to point out that the Yamas and Niyamas are a big part of the yoga practice. And it's a part that um, sometimes we may have never even heard about, uh, or we also forget about. And so I do have another podcast where I break them down a little bit more. I believe it might have been from last Friday's um episode, but I'm not quite, I'm not sure. I'll double check and add it in at the end. Um, But yamas and yamas, definitely check them out if you're not familiar so that the, this living um, of a life that is kind and compassionate and has that awareness, right. Of how we're taking care of ourselves, how we're taking care of others and how we are, we're acting in the world is going to allow us to be able to go deeper in that meditation. And it's really healing. It's healing to practice these things. And so, um, 
So yeah, so that I'm tying it into the yoga practice because I actually think it is the yoga practice. I mean, all day yoga is really being aware of all of these things. And it just um, had me thinking today how grateful I am, not just for where I am in my life at this particular moment, because um, I feel very like, I know it's a, oh, it's a word that actually most of the time I can't stand, but, and that's a whole other thing for me, but it's, it's gratitude. You know, I am so grateful to be where I am in my life. I mean, I can't believe I've gone beyond what I had even dreamed possible, which just allows me to continue to dream big. And I'm excited to see what happens next and to know that it comes with ups and downs and all these things, right? But to be part of my life and to live it and to experience it and to continue developing a deeper relationship to myself, to continue to want to take leaps in my relationship with Chris and the vulnerability and to open up and our, our closeness and um, to stay with one another. And it's very important, you know, he's been very helpful to me in some really big ways. And it's very important to me to be able to hold the space back for him and allow allow that growth and healing and however it might show up, right? And these are these are important things to consider, not just in relationship, but in friendship. And so, um, so yeah, so today really is a celebration day and one that I'm really excited and, and proud uh, to have, have been here. Um, it had me thinking about um, our first date, which, uh, yeah, I won't go into that. I'll leave it. Um, but yeah, so just this this willingness, right, to how how we get through stuff is literally that to go through it and to be willing to live your life and to be unapologetic for who you are in the sense of um, your humanness, you know, to just notice the ways in which you might have might be confining yourself Um I can't speak for men, but I think in particularly for women, we confine ourselves into boxes a lot. And uh, I am so happy to be 42 because uh, each year, each decade, we'll say, continues to get better. And since 40, which is only two years ago, almost three, actually, I'm almost 43. Um, but these last three years have been profound because one, I could give a shit what anyone else really thinks about me. And it's allowed me the freedom to uh, create and to be more confident and to know that um, it kind of feels like I'm just beginning in some ways. And I hope I get the opportunity for another 40 years, you know, who knows, but I can't imagine the growth that happens in the next 40 um, because the last last three years have been really huge for me. And, uh, and I believe that's a lot has a lot to do with my yoga practice and my consistency, consistency in my yoga practice. And, you know, even through the dark times and the ugly times and the uh, times, right? Um, there's been such profound peace and joy and beauty. And I, I really don't know that, um, it's like I'm having one of those moments where everything is just enough, right? And nothing big for no big reason other than sitting on my couch and creating this podcast and uh, sharing, you know, my 
honest feelings and sharing the teachings weaved in and um, just celebrating, you know, it's just, it's enough today. And I couldn't, I, I don't think I could ask for anything else. And so uh, maybe I'll end there and just say, um, yeah, this is the gift of life. And when we have these moments, you know, not to hold or to grasp, but just to enjoy, you know, uh, and to celebrate those moments where this one is beyond my wildest dreams. And it's pretty simple. And I'm super content. So thank you for listening to From the Couch Friday. And uh, please subscribe if you like our podcast. It's super, super helpful. You can reach out to me at Shannon at onyxyogastudio.com, website shannonelliotyoga.com. You can check me out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, our yoga studio is in New Jersey, onyxyogastudio.com. And yeah, I just, you know, I'll, I'll leave with one last thing that Reverend Jagannath um, said is what would it be like to live your moments just completely awestruck and in wonder? You know, it changes how you see everything, literally from brushing your teeth to driving your car to being with your children or, you know, in your relationships or your job just to be awestruck and wonder. Hope you have a beautiful day. Namaste.